Welcome to Cassie's World Podcast Season 4. Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Cassie's World. Please stand by for our sponsor. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Cassie. Welcome back to Cassie's World Podcast. So I have a new guest joining me today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, Kendra Crump, um, born and raised in Atlanta. Oh, I, a shout out to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Um, AKA the HNIC, AKA Rapper the Game, and Nelly's wife. Um, we were living in a bridge house, you know. Hey. That's, that's pretty much it. That's, That's pretty much dope. it. So, you wanted to talk about um, the comedy, like as far as discussing your journey, um, going like basically giving words of encouragement to anyone who wants to be in the same field as you. Yes, any anybody really, anybody out there who is trying to go after their dreams. Um, Okay, so I have a question. Go ahead. What motivates you? This Section 8 neighborhood that I'm in, and I want to get out, and I want to go far away from civilization, and I'm so tired of having people tell me what to do, Mm -hmm. how to live my life, like, oh, you can't, uh, you got to show up, you know, to this job at this time, the customer's always right, like, I don't want to keep hearing that. I so, never believed that the customer's always right. Well, yeah. Of course. I never believed that. Of course that. not. I don't think anybody <laughs> with good common sense, we're not supposed to believe that. You know, <laughs> right. If you follow your own beat, because the customer's there, I don't know if you've ever worked in customer service where you've seen people act the fool. Yes. Just so I they can. At Target and Walmart. <laughs> oh, I worked at Walmart. It was a 13th grade level high school for me. So. Um, yeah, I was like, wow, people just sleep with everybody, managers and, and yep. employees and the customers. Yep. yep. So <laughs> what, where's, where's the, they, they, they feel like being professional when they feel like being professional. Mine was never professional. <laughs> was That's never. what I'm saying. They, they, when they feel like, like when they know that the big dogs are coming. Oh yeah. Right. We know, yes, we yes. know you've been stealing for months. We're just going to go ahead and crack down on you now. Right. Exactly. It's it's ridiculous. So I think, you know, people will sometimes act a fool just to get what they want for free. And I don't like that. So mm-hmm. what motivates me is not having to continue to deal with the same thing of folks just doing that. Like, I just don't like. And on top of that, what motivates me is the sexual harassment that happens and it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't want to if I have my own play, like own place of business, meaning in the sense where I am having uh, to have my own radio and television show. None of that's happening. You ain't going to try to harass me. You might, people will do it on the internet, but you're not going to be in my workplace trying to harass me because I'm going to get you fired and you're going to be like six feet under, but not in a threatening. Okay. (laughs) So with that, with that being said, um, for me personally, I just really am at that point where I'm like, okay, 
I feel like when God puts something in your life, like some type of dream or vision, you got to go after it. It doesn't matter what it is. Like even with you starting this podcast, it was a dream that God had placed in your life. And I feel like that's the thing. Like, you know, we all have different dreams and it's up to us to go after it. Key word, you have to go after it. Like I use an mm-hmm. analogy of women complaining how they're single, but they don't go out there to meet people. Like you expect them to break in the house and be like, baby, I'm here from God. It doesn't <laughs> right. work like that. You have to go to the people. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's pretty much how where I'm at with that. So what all right, so back to what you were saying about, you know, um God leading you into but why comedy? Because I've had people since I was yay high, tell me I was funny, including children. And you know, it's three things that don't lie. It's children, a drunk yep. man, and leggings. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so with that being said, I just said, let me go after it. And then I had a minister, you know, at the time who was like, Hey, this is your calling. And this is when I believed every minister, you know, was did no wrong. So I said, Let me try it. So I started posting my videos on uh Snapchat 2016. And, you know, at the time it was like, you know, Little Kim's hardcore album, which actually, fun fact, I wrote some of her lyrics. Uh, But we've been beefing since the 90s. But I said, you know, it's okay. My name ain't going to be on the credits. And that's why I'm going to keep letting people know that she looks like a character from Saw. Oh, yo. (laughs) Uh, With that being said, that was mean. Uh, With that being (laughs) said, I just said, let me just go into it. And I just, you know, comedy is the best therapy. It's like therapy. It's the best medicine. It is. You know, if you you are just sitting there crying from laughing, it makes you younger. Mm -hmm. And I love to laugh. I do. Wow. So have you like um did any stand-up shows or any bookings and stuff like that? I do it every uh typically every Wednesday um of the for the last couple months I've been doing it every Wednesday night. I don't know why they don't do daytime comedy because it'd be past my bedtime. Okay. Right. Like <laughs> like like, you know, I, I'm I'm typically asleep between ten and twelve. So I uh do it on the south side of Atlanta on Wednesday nights and um it's uh it's it's one of those little hood spots, you know, where you if you uh pay for your food by the time it comes out, the show's already over. One of those <laughs> right. hood spots, you know. I mean, got, everybody got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's got one bathroom stall, and I'm like, wow. So if somebody takes a dump, you got to wait about thirty minutes for the air out. Yeah. Right. So anyway, with all that being said, with all that being said, I um. I got to the point where I said, let me just go ahead and do it. So I do my little five to seven minutes set. And then I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and uh, go on about my day. So do you want to do movies or something? Or is it just only stand up? I don't mind actually doing movies. As long as I'm not doing no type of nude scene. If I end up doing a nude scene, then I got to make sure it never comes out. Like it stays between me and me only. Like I'm not, nobody ain't going to be bootlegging my, my titty scene for free. No, (laughs) we're not, we're not doing that. We are not doing that. So now I could do movies. Definitely. Okay. So who's your biggest inspiration as far as comedy? Well, as far as when it comes with inspirations, I try not to aspire to look up to people because I know we're all human beings at the end of the day and we can Mm -hmm. all fall short. But I will say um, the people that I do like and I think that they're actually good with what they're doing. Um, I'm going to exclude Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, I'm going to Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart. I'm going to exclude them because that's everybody's favorite. And I'm going to go ahead and say 
Arnaz J, Carlos Miller, um, Chris Rock, Cedric, and Steve Harvey. What about Dave Chappelle? I like Dave. No, no, I said I had to exclude him because that's everybody's favorite. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, I like to shed light on other people. Like, I think that's always important because you got other people out there who are good, if not, you know, just as good, if not better. You know, everybody's interpretation of what is good to them is going to be different. So I shed light on a lot of different people. I mean, Chris Rock, he's fun. He's, all right, to me, I feel like he's funny. He's just, um, Nobody appreciates him. <laughs> Nobody like they don't understand his comedic his com uh, commit uh, whatever ways at all. So comedic ways, right? I'm I'm half asleep right now. It's okay, so am I. That's why I knew <laughs> this was gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> right. Um. So how do you come up with your material? Situational. I sit here and I talk about uh, just different things that happen in my life different things that I, I come across different people I've come across I um try to just you know sit here make make the best laughs out of anything like I had uh like you know I work at the airport so I'm always like consistently um making jokes about different things like you really decide to wear that you know for a fact yo 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 dog up in that uh stroller why is your dog even mm -hmm. in the stroller i'm always I, that's what i try to do i try to get my material from anywhere and everywhere you know okay so who really makes you laugh though who makes me laugh my mom makes me laugh but you okay. know we we are beefing i guess she's upset she i got snitched on by my brother because he's like you're out here recording people without them secretly recording folks i'm like no like you can't come out in the public looking like crap so i mean she she makes me laugh um i think uh i don't know i think anything makes me laugh that's why i say man if we're in a serious situation do not look at me because i will bust out laughing <laughs> same. i am not the right person don't look at me right same um so as far as your childhood when you were in school were you like the classroom cl the class clown and stuff like that of course not i was uh the the person who was almost on the short bus like we tried hooked on phonics but i was hooked on stupid like i really <laughs> did try like it was it was hard to get um some type of learning and knowledge like people always mm -hmm. found me funny but like i had teachers who found me funny but i never strive to be like hey let me be the class clown okay okay well school isn't for everyone either because i definitely hated school when did you want to drop out of school i dropped out well actually i didn't drop out when did you mentally drop out of school mentally probably like eighth grade mm -hmm. <laughs> eighth grade i was over it I went freshman year and then like I got pregnant and they oh, kicked happy me Mother's out. Day. Oh, wait, thank you. <laughs> wait, wait, so they didn't put you in night school? No, they kicked me out because the school, like no one was pregnant there. So I was the first person to get pregnant and they have a image to keep. So they kicked me out. So let me get this straight. They don't realize that in high, when middle school and high school is when you're going to start feeling hormonal and you're going to want to touch people exactly and so you mean to tell me that did they have sex education classes 
no the sex education classes that they were teaching us was just use condoms that was it they never really got into detail and then like when i did try to get into detail they would brush it under the table because they didn't really want to talk about it so how'd you um how'd you know that you were pregnant um actually my mom knew before i did and she said that my nose was spreading which i'm like what the hell i didn't know i didn't know that and I was still getting my period, so I didn't think I was pregnant. But my mom, she had went to the store and bought a pregnancy test. And she told me to pee in a cup. And I had asked my sister to pee for me. But my mom went in the bathroom with me, so I had no choice. And then, boof, I found out I was pregnant. Did you have um, the, 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 the day of conception? I know you don't didn't know when it exactly had happened. But did you, like, you know have some thought in your mind like okay was did you lose your virginity around time or you were already oh no i already had lost my i like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie on my podcast everybody that listened to my podcast knows that i'm not known to lie for anybody and i don't mind explaining my situations and stuff like that so i had got raped when i was 14 sorry to hear that and it's okay I learned to forgive for myself, not for him. Of course. <laughs> right. So I had got raped when I was 14. I got pregnant at 16. So I already wasn't, you know, a virgin. And I was still continuously having sex, like, from 14 to 16. When I found out I was pregnant, it had to be, like, after my um, on my mom's birthday, which was even worse because my mom she was so disappointed but she still stuck with me by my side and she always made it like if you want to keep it we could do this if you don't I'm still going to be there to support you so my mom was always supportive throughout the whole pregnancy and everything I actually miss being pregnant because she spoiled the hell out of me (laughs) (laughs) but you can go back again and do it over again (laughs) oh no 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 my daughter's 10 now I'm done (laughs) I'm done I'm out the game did you go get your tubes tied? No, I I wanted to, but doctors have like this thing where it's like you have to have at least two kids and you got to be over a certain age. Whereas for men, they can get a visectomy whenever they want. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's always double standards, it right? It is. It is. It is. I didn't know if every doctor was the same in different areas. That's the only reason I asked that. Um. And let me say this. Do you count that first time with you being violated as a first no. time? Okay, I was no. going to say, I'm like, please do not count that. <laughs> no. Please do not count. That does not count at all. That, that, I don't, that to me. I tell everybody that doesn't count to me. The person I actually lost my virginity to, I wanted to lose my virginity, but at the same time, I wasn't supposed to because he was way older than me. But life happens. <laughs> so, do you... But, let me ask you this question. Um, the person who had violated you, is he dead now? Do you know whatever happened to him? Honestly, I really don't know because he was a complete stranger. Like, ah. I was, I was like, on my way going to school when it happened. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, every, like, all right. So when I had met the guy that I initially lost my virginity to, um, he got me smoking weed and stuff like that. So I used to smoke every morning before I went to school, but that day I didn't see him. So I had went to the store, bought some munchies and stuff. And while I was in the store, the guy in the store was like, do you know that guy? And I'm like, 
no. And he's like, well, you need to be careful because he's following you. So back then I was a little oblivious to stuff like that. Like I didn't think, like I heard it happening, but I didn't think it would happen to me. And that's the type of perception that we have to put on our kids too. Like just because you hear about it doesn't mean that it, it can't happen to you. Exactly, exactly. So I had came out the store and I was walking up the block to go to my school. My It was like literally a one long block. That one long block was like three blocks. So I was walking, we passed by several houses and I like turned around, mind you, um, the high school that I was in, we couldn't have phones. So I had to stop by that. What type of high school is this? Can we, can we like <laughs> ban this high school? No, seriously. Seriously, like, so we couldn't bring our phones um, because they have metal detectors. So what's up a rough? So wait, let me get this straight. <laughs> you can't be pregnant, but they have metal detectors, and because there must have been some type of shooting or, or stabbings or something, right? But you can't. But they don't think people are gonna get pregnant. But uh-huh. yeah. wait, what, what state? What state were, were you in? In at New this York. Time? In the oh, okay, this this kind of makes sense. Oh wait, you know what? You know Charlemagne the God says that the craziest people come from the Bronx and all. Of oh, guys, so it kind of it kind of makes sense. You might know this one guy. We, we'll talk about this. You might know this one guy that I know, like who's from the Bronx. You might, but then again, like the Bronx is so big. You no, the Bronx don't. is the Bronx is so small. So then small. you might know him. We'll talk afterwards. Right. Keep keep going. So you were, you were. Oh yeah. So I was walking um, up the block and I didn't have my phone. So I kept turning around and every time I turned around, it was like, he got closer and closer. So when I finally made the decision to like cross the street, he grabbed me by my hair and swung me into like, he bust open the gate and flung me inside. Mind you, there was two people sitting in a Con Edison van that was they eating do they didn't do anything they watched him drag me inside they don't have to live with and that right I hope, I hope they don't sleep like that you don't do that you see something you do something right and they just watched like they were eating and just watching he dragged me to the back of the house pushed me down a flight of stairs his friend or his cousin whoever it was jumped up and all i remember is him saying not again and I was so scared. I'm like, what the hell's about to happen? And when I went to get up to run back up the stairs, he kicked me back down. Then he grabbed me by my hair again. And I felt like my hair ripping out. Mm. Like it was so intense because I'm trying to pull away, but he's pulling more towards him. So I'm just feeling every single thing rip out. Mm. And he had brought me into the bathroom and then he tied me to the back of the bathroom. Like it was like a pole type thing there. So I watch a lot of like criminal minds and <laughs> and um, law and order and I, the ID channel. So I'm thinking of like, how the hell am I gonna escape? Mm-hmm. And because we were like downstairs, it was no like, it was no window in the bathroom. So it was basically just, a regular bathroom, no window. The only way out is through the door. And I really thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. He came back in. He violated me. Uh-huh. He punched me over and over again, spit on me. Uh-huh. He did like a lot of a lot of stuff that 
I don't know if I can get into detail about. No, 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 no. I, I, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. Right. You're fine. Just, you don't have definitely. I don't have to get into detail. So he had left, and I heard the door slam, and I was hurt. I was crying, and I guess his friend or his cousin had came in, and he untied me and he told me to leave. He's like, "Just leave now. Run if you don't. You're gonna regret it." And he didn't have to say anything else. I went to the school. I was half naked and everybody was staring at me like, what the hell? And I went straight to the principal's office. They called the cops. The cops didn't believe my story. What? They didn't believe it. Even when I brought them to the, to the place where it was at, no one was there when I got there. Cause you, did you try to do a lawsuit? I didn't. I was I was only fourteen. I didn't. I mean, know like when anything. you told when you told your mom eventually. I no. I told my mom the same day. And I'm um, saying that you guys try to do like a lawsuit or something like that. No, I didn't. I didn't know how to go about it. I don't know if my mom did, but she never received any money to this day, so I highly doubt she did. But it was just they didn't believe. They didn't believe me at all. I went to the hospital. They did a rape kit, and it came back that I was raped. So the cops decided that they were finally going to take it seriously but they still i don't know what happened after that because i still saw him after that incident wait you still saw the guy yeah i saw him one more time after that i was with my cousin and my cousin wanted to kill him (laughs) my cousin really wanted to kill him but i was just like just leave it alone just leave it alone and i never saw him again after that day so i don't know and he was right back in front of the store too and i was praying that he wasn't trying to look for another victim but it is what it is mm-hmm. that happened i moved past it did you go get me... therapy um i tried to get therapy that's probably why like i got diagnosed with bipolar depression and schizophrenia mm-hmm. but i never really got help if that makes sense like i, I saw a therapist but i stopped Cause it was just like I didn't like her. She made me feel uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. it's just I, like I think, I think sometimes it also could be just not the correct therapist. I think you know there's there's somebody out there because I'm going to school for psychology, uh, child psychology at that. And oh, okay, that's and good. And so I feel like you know I feel like there are people who are going to be better than the last person, and everything else like that. But I'm very glad that you were able. Uh, to share that and you know you are on the uh, road of uh, definitely on the road of recovery and I hope you have another child one day <laughs> I don't want no more I'm, I plan on adopting I just don't want to get pregnant again like what, the whole what pregnancy was it about thing. pregnancy that you didn't oh want my to... gosh it wasn't like I didn't get any morning sickness any nice I, I had nice sickness once but I never got any morning sickness or anything mm-hmm. it was just like I was always constantly in the hospital because of serious things. Like I was dehydrated. I almost went into labor at five months. I was dilating and they had to give me a shot to stop me from dilating. So it was just like, they were constantly giving me this medication. I'm on the IV. I'm doing this. I spent most of my pregnancy in the hospital. So I just, I don't want to go through that again. No, that's, that's real. That's respect. And my daughter, she still came out premature. 
but she's a blessing. She's 10. If you saw her now, you would never think she was premature. I was going to say, typically pre- uh, premature, <laughs> um, I feel like the word preemie is just rude, but premature right. children, they come out very strong. So it yes. might seem bleak, but they like really come out very, very strong. Yes, yes. And I'm just happy with her for now. But I do plan on adopting. Mm-hmm. I do want to adopt. I wanted 19 kids when I was younger. I'm like, I'm going to have 19 kids and a big family, but now, like, the way reality is, <laughs> 19 mm-hmm. kids is not going to fit in my budget. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. saying. So, yeah. Do you have I was going to uh, no, I just got a cat. She had just me out. I don't know if you heard her. <laughs> she, she ran out. I had to let her out the, out the room and everything else. No kids until I get married or find okay. someone who's worthy of shooting my club up. Right. And you know the thing about with doing comedy, a lot of the thing about it, even with that, like, you would think that, okay, maybe she, you know, is, can have somebody, but no. Guys don't last with me. You know, I would think that maybe I could end up, you know, getting that and everything else like that um you know but it's 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 not working in my favor i mean i'm funny but it's it's not like it's it's a uh thing where it can really work in my favor so i'm just hey let me just tell my little jokes you know um mm-hmm. but but that's the thing even with my comedy like i can sit here and make you know make a funny out of whatever when it comes to certain things because of the different guys that come into you know my life so i just sit here and i just i clown them that's what i do you know, <laughs> right. i hope they hope they listen and they take heed to what i say <laughs> right mm-hmm. that's another thing too like you know personal experiences sometimes could be funny mm-hmm. i laugh at myself every day <laughs> you got to laugh to keep from crying so right right so if you weren't a comedian what job would you do um, I know you said you went to you're going to school for psychology for psychology, right? Yes, yeah, child psychology. I would I thought about being a stripper, but then I realized I got two left feet. I was gonna be the first stripper in history bringing home pocket change. You would have thought I was working for a nonprofit organization. Yeah, I wanted to be a teacher, um, and then I realized that you know teachers uh, can't mollywop kids like they used to back in the day. <laughs> Yo, oh my gosh. Teachers really used to hit us. Oh my gosh. That's I feel like I feel like in in Bronx maybe the kids (laughs) get to you know they get to fight in each other. And they don't and the teachers don't get fired. I don't I don't know. (laughs) Um I thought about being a chef, but then you gotta go to school with that. So really it's like now it's just really more so, hey, I'm going to do um have my own radio and television show hey i'm gonna i like to i definitely like to write so being an author so that's definitely something i um you know want to do but you know i maybe even a minister like i'm the sky is the limit right right so is there anything that you won't joke about yeah, I don't talk about um, molestation, pedophilia, rape, because there's nothing funny about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I don't, even when it comes to uh, disabilities, I have came across a couple, have come across a couple people who actually had um, cerebral palsy and, you know, they had to be in a wheelchair. And I even made a joke. I said, hey, you know, whenever you're in um, my area to do a you know, see me at the comedy show, come roll to me. Roll, roll, roll. I'll jump on your lap and we can roll to my comedy <laughs> show together. And right. they liked it. That was tasteful, you know? So, mm-hmm. like I said, that's what I do, but I'm not going to sit here and just sit here and make fun. Like, you don't do that. It's, it's mm-hmm. a time and place for everything. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I have really dark humor. <laughs> really, I find I do too the I funniest do. things. <laughs> but and I've gotten canceled for my dark humor, so it's okay. Oh wow, damn! Sheesh. Okay. People are like everybody's so sensitive. Is unbelievable. It, it is, really is. It is, and that to me is a shame because it's like. We grew up in a world where we were watching Family Guy, and, South and Park, Park I was just and The this, Simpsons. And people are so sensitive about everything. And for no reason. Exactly. They're sensitive about all the wrong things. Exactly. To me. People get upset for no reason. Like I said, man, I get canceled every other month, and it's fine. It is mm-hmm. definitely fine. Well, I hope that doesn't stop you from pursuing your Never. dreams. Because people, you can all, like I said, if you have more good, uh, positive feedbacks than bad, then you're good. But, you know, um, if you got more bad than good, then you need to just go ahead and find something else mm-hmm. to do with your life. Yep. Yep. I agree. So we're going to, is there anything else you want to say? You want to promote anything? Um, just more so. I just want to promote you guys to so just remember to you know swing on somebody today because tomorrow's not promised. Right. That's really about <laughs> it. You know, nothing else. But no, uh, just I do my little, I do um uh, comedy shows Wednesday nights on the south side of Atlanta. Just come to my DM and I will give you the information and you know kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to give? Did you did you want to plug your um Instagram, Facebook, anything in? Yeah, um, so my Instagram is the Kendra Crumb Show. So the is in the K Y N as in Nancy D R A C R U M as in Mary P's and Paul's show. Um, not with no money sign. I'm not no fake ass ASAP Rocky. <laughs> um, my uh podcast is called the Kendra Crumb Show podcast. Same as my Instagram name, and there it is. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. I hope that we can get on another future podcast and good night to everyone remember always do drugs drink and drive no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm od kidding but follow the podcast page cassie's world podcast two underscores in between and buy your slime from goldie slime shop love you guys i'm out